hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. How's the new Clean Bandit-ish intro song? Do you like it? <laughs> um, it's just amazing how Mac um, just never fails to surprise me. Or it's just my curiosity just helping me out here. But anyways, um, just in case you want to know, I am doing well. Thank you very much. Despite the scorching hot weather in Singapore. It is humid as hell. I can't step out of my door and just sweat. Just the minute that I step out my door, I will sweat. And that's when I want to shove myself in a bath full of ice. But yeah, other than that, I am doing fine. So... Now, before I go into this whole podcast, look, I know in my previous episode, I said that I'm going to have a schedule uh, episode on Mondays and Thursdays, but since I have um, an ongoing sleeping issue, yes, I do, that's a true story, um, it's one of those things where my brains just can't shut off, and if you're like me, we hate those people who can just lay on the bed and then just fall asleep. I absolutely hate those kind of guys because I wish I was those kind of guys, but I can't. And like I was saying, yeah, because of that, um, if I do have additional content, I will actually release it as and when on the podcast itself. So treat that as an additional. Yay! Because... Other than that, other than my brains, just look at the world, the news, the radio, and everything. Everything is happening at once. All at once. It's crazy. It's madness. Um, funny story. I actually wanted to fit in um, Tristan Thompson cheating allegations over Khloe Kardashian. I honestly can't stand the Kardashian. I just can't. But you can't help it because you'll see your feet like filled with all this like stories about them i like chloe i do yes i'm admitting that i actually watched them for a bit um and i like courtney too but it was much more of me feeling bad that you know chloe's a nice girl she is and having her to be treated that way just think it's not right but then again hey but then again everyone makes their choices you know there must be reason why things are happening that way but yeah Anyways, moving on. So, um, I'm starting my day with a little bit of self-reflection. Yeah. You know, um, as I begin this journey, probably it's just because I'm the idealist that I am. I listened to my previous um, podcast multiple times and I was horrified. <laughs> Because I realize I can I can hear it clearly in my voice that it was scripted, the fakeness, my pauses, my nuances, and everything like that. It feels so forced. That's the thing. I'm supposed to have like a casual conversation, so I scorn when I listen to that. But you have to understand also because I did work for a short time in a video production once. It's not even like a big deal, but when you go behind a camera and you will know when I say that the camera captures everything, fakeness, your nervousness and everything, they will they will capture everything. They're unforgiving. See, I didn't knew that it would be the same as um, a podcast. Like if you record your voice, it would be the same as well. That people can tell that, oh my gosh, she's faking it. Yeah. And I realized that. When I, when I was listening to my previous episode. But 
well you know what there's always a first time for everything so and it's also the ideas in my head right now so slowly but surely i think i'm gonna improvise on that and everything is gonna be better like i said if you have tips and tricks or anything like that just leave the comments in the twitter page thank you In this episode, we're going to discuss politics. Politics. Jeez. Politics. Yes. Um, in two segments. I didn't want it to be like crammed in one whole segment. So the first one will be the other side of the world where we are going to be talking about, um, yes, the recent Mark Zuckerberg's um, hearing over the data breach with Cambridge Analytica. Yes, yay! I have lots to say about that, so anticipate. Um, two, amidst of all the madness in the world, I wish to take this moment and be grateful to share with the world over how Singapore is still surviving as a multicultural country from a true blue Singaporean itself, firsthand. So let's go! Okay, we all heard and read the news about Cambridge Analytica acquiring data from Facebook consumers through an app, right? I'm sure ev it's everywhere. I'm sure everyone read about it. But just in the case that you don't know what it's about, um, I will summarize it for you. See, Cambridge Analytica is a London-based company that assists businesses with political groups to influence audience behavior. So what they do is, they get the data through the internet, analyze them, and then package them accordingly to create effective slogans and campaign messages. Now, the reason why Cambridge Analytica's name is everywhere, because it was reported that they were a part of the whole Russia meddling with the presidential election saga in 2016. Where I'm coming from, I am merely a commoner just giving my opinions following of what happened in um, Mark Zuckerberg's hearing. So I can tell you that I am only well-versed enough in the American government to personally comment it. I'm not an expert. I only know a bit of their government. I mean, you know, we only know a bit. I don't go to like, like the 1800s, not till that. Well, I like reading, so I think I should, but... You know, so forgive me if I get anything wrong, but um, I'm going to deliver this in layman terms, so there'll be no jargons, I promise. So it'll be easier for everyone to understand, because, you know, there's those times where you just watch political stuff and you go like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, sometimes it's too formal and they use, like, jargons that you can't even understand. That's a thing, though, sometimes. I think they make it difficult to understand for the normal mind, because I don't know, like, it's just... It's just something done on purpose so that you can't understand. But um, yeah, like I said, it's going to be lame in terms. Okay, so um, if you watch the first hearing, which is about 10 hours, I did. <laughs> and it was grotesque. I promise you. Oh, God. Let me just say that I'm going to hell for saying this. And I hope I don't get sued. But, guys, I, oh god, it felt like a general Q&A about the how-tos of Facebook by a bunch of elderly people. 
like you know like you would have like your dad or mom calling you hey how do i use this like how do i operate the phone like what do you do like i want to go on facebook but how do i do it yeah it's it's that just you don't need to watch the whole video you just don't need to watch you just don't need to watch the whole thing you can just you know like scroll through but just just capture some of the questions that were asked um to Mark Zuckerberg it felt like it like how do you do this on Facebook and, um excuse me so what like the see that's the thing it frustrates me because it is clear cut that all the senators are not did not do their homework and did not know what questions to ask. I would bet with you that all of them have their PR people writing down the questions for them just because. You know what I mean? If if there's one thing that turns me off about a debate or a hearing or anything political, it's someone not doing their homework and it pisses me off. So Okay. I'm trying to breathe here but yeah in my honest opinion really in my honest opinion about this i actually think um zuckerberg was actually well prepared for this jeez if it was me to have a hearing like in front of like everyone probably the most important people quote unquote in america i would have like what taken like 20 shots of like espressos and i would have alcohol in me and all that stuff but he was calm this dude was concise and he was good i would have an an anxiety attack by then but you know i was just thinking and i was analyzing i find it funny when I say this, you have to understand that I have issues with government all over the world. Nobody is perfect, but I love their people because we're all humans, right? But it's just what differentiate, differentiates us are the, the fight for power, you know. But when I, when I watched the whole thing, I realized that it's funny how the American government emphasizes the importance of data privacy for consumers. I just feel that they are covering their asses and putting on a ricochet show to make it seem like they are on the masses side when in honesty it's their own privacy that are trying that they are trying to retrieve that. Do you remember how their top secret documents were leaked by WikiLeaks? Do you remember that? Like huge top secret documents about nuclears and bombs and all that stuff and financial like stuff so the reason why i'm saying this is and i'm thinking this is because i think they're using this incident as an example i'm just thinking that they might they might be using this in the future to portray a fake projection of caring so that it gives them the right to say that we care about you, so you should also respect our privacy too of the secret documents. I just think it's all mind games. It's just an excuse for them to cover their asses when they can't be when they did I just say can't when they can't be transparent about their own documents and their plans about, you know, world domination. I think that's just an excuse. It's all just goddamn mind games. I'm so frustrated. Every time I talk about politics, I get like this. So, in the meantime, you know, 
what happened in between, ask yourself what the President of America was doing. You wanna know? Yeah, he was having a Twitter feud with Russia. Go to Twitter and read his feud with Russia. It's so goddamn annoying. And you will feel like you're in school. Like two guys are, hey, that's mine. No, that's mine. Hey, you know. Up till now, I am surprised that nobody reported um, President Donald Trump Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. To add to that, I actually think it's all perfect timing because while Zuckerberg is being grilled, one of my dearest hero, I I say hero because there's a lot of good things that he did in comparison to the bad things, if I can't even call them bad. But um, my dearest hero, who is actually the only one who can call out anyone's bullshit, Mr. Julian Assange, is forced to suffer social death in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. He's still in there and just I just read it was reported that recently it was just nice that his internet rights just got cut and his visitor rights was um cut down as well. So he's just alone. It's just a social death right now. Like I can't believe that all this all this is more than just a coincidence, you see. No hero and the villain is winning. It's just like a Marvel movie. I feel a bit that way. But just, guys, just realize what we are doing. I know we're living in a world where the good are oppressed and the bad are celebrated. Just like, you know, Instagram models who don't do anything. Or the Kardashians. Just, you know, those kind of stuff. But what are we doing? Why are not, what, what, sorry. Why are we not, like, celebrating the correct people? You know, we should ask ourselves that. Like, is it really that bad? What are we protecting? Like, are we fighting for... I hate labels. I hate go- I hate the labels good and bad. But for the sake of humanity, you know, just think about it. On a lighter note, um, at the expense of all the madness that is going on in the world, where the good are, like like I said, where the good are oppressed and the bad are celebrated. In Singapore's favourite media word is influencer. Yeah! <sighs> Cannot stand it. I would like to take this time to appreciate my fellow Singaporeans on how much I love all of us. Because we can be openly racist with each other. To those of you who don't know how Singapore is, coming from a true blue Singaporean like myself, our... Fuck you can also be translated to the endearment term of I love you. It does. It does. If you mix with anyone of us, it feels that way. But we don't have any malicious intent or I want to hurt you. Ha 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 ha. I'm going to kill your family. No, it's not that at all. It's just we're just we're just like that. (laughs) So um, let me just reiterate that Singapore is a far from perfect place to live in. The problems that we have, we have loopholes in our pension plans. Growing aging population that are still that are still working at the age of sixty seven. And influencers like Nicole Chu and especially when you come from a middle income family like mine. Those are a couple of the problems. But in a jizz. In a jizz. 
jazz in a jazz singapore consists of chinese malay indian and eurasian people just in the case you don't know demo the demographics of singapore so chinese malay indian and eurasian people so with a mix of foreign friends and neighbors into our country i th- i think i think i can singapore can take credit for being the original melting pot i think correct me if i'm wrong so um some of you may find the harmony interesting like oh my god how does singapore do that like you have a lot of halal stores and also there's like like stores that sells pork but how do you do that and then like all the cultural festivities like isn't it going to be noisy how do you guys tolerate each other you know and some of you may think if you're a skeptical like me some of you may think like eh i think singapore is just doing this for a show i think they're just you know they're just holding it or they're brainwashed by the government properly now we're not I am here to assure you that harmony is real even though sometimes just sometimes it might get offensive. So I always have dinner with my friends not at Lao Pasat but I have dinner with my friends um at hawker centers and just about anywhere cuz you can find food anywhere and pretty much anywhere in Singapore. So um There was this one memory where I had dinner at La Pasat with my with my friends and my friends are like Indians and Chinese and Malays all of them I I I like making friends with everyone It makes me sound really slutty but it's okay <laughs> it's okay like I do I do like to learn about different cultures but um when we were sitting when we were sitting on a table Funny how my Chinese friends drop general offensive jokes on me for being Malay. Hence, always late. Yeah, because I'm Malay. And then I, I, I give them a comeback, telling them, telling them that they are yellow, and we move on to the next alcoholic Indian friend. That's how it goes. See, the thing is, we curse at each other with our mouths full. Yes, that's true. We do that. Uh, but we also sit down. um and discuss our daily struggles um in all seriousness with a cup of coffee or over a bottle of beer we do that and then you know like we talk about work we talk about our fam- well not all depends on the degree of how close you are with each other but i i try not to step over personal boundaries but on a general term It's it's nice to know that we can actually be openly racist with each other without any malicious feelings like hey fuck you you fucking indian or hey fuck you borola malay you know that kind of stuff and like oh my god chinese privileges but but we don't abuse it like you give us the gun but we don't use it on each other that's the beauty of it which is like kids we fuck with each other but we love each other n- enough not to let anyone else fuck with us. That's how it is. Um if you often take cabs in Singapore, conversations with cab drivers, uh sorry, I can't speak. Cab drivers reminds you of that. The real reason that all of us get along really well together is because we realize that we are absolutely dislike our government and since we can we can't publicly vent our frustration our frustrations for the fear of being sued or for the fear of being sent to a mental asylum we unleash our anger at the back of a of a cab 
hawker centers, coffee shops, smoke breaks especially, and of course with, with our families, safe boundaries. So yeah, that's, that's the beauty of multiculturalism in Singapore. That's the secret of it coming from me. Okay, politics and crime makes me exhausted. But uh, let me just sidetrack. I am currently reading Crazy Rich Asians right now. Uh, I th- ah, it's gonna take me some time to finish it because I'm in the midst of like work and home. I'm not married. Work and home and a lot of other stuff. When I'm done with it, I will give you a review. I will give you an opinion. I didn't want to call it a review because I think it will be a little bit official. Like I'm gonna give you a book review, but no, I'm just gonna tell you my opinions about it because. The craze about it is everywhere. Everyone wants to watch it. Kind of seems interesting to me. And the writer of it, Kevin Kwan, is a Singaporean who lives in America now. So, the all the more, right? Um, what I'm excited about is reading... Uh, if you know a guy named Reza Aslan, he's amazing and his book... Got a human history uh, was just released I think a couple of months ago uh, that one I'm excited for as well I sometimes feel that uh, we share the same sentiments about religion and in the world in perspective so yeah those two I'm excited about it well that's for today if you guys have any comments or opinions that varies about the topics that i just touched on um do leave me a comment on our twitter page you can now also find me on soundcloud Uh, just type in a dossier podcast and you can find me i'm trying to go in between because i'm trying to like get the same one like the same recording on anchor fm and also on soundcloud so it wouldn't be different so yeah um thank you very much i hope it was a joy for you guys to listen to me (laughs) so till next time take care of yourself and i hope you have a good weekend bye